Hello, everybody, and welcome to Tent Talk number six. How you doing, Giacomo? Yeah, I'm doing well, Noah. How are you doing, bro? I'm doing fantastic. Today we got Tent Talk number six. That's what it's looking like. Yes, sir. Today we're going to get into some magnesium deficiencies that you're having, mm-hmm. uh, some mutations I'm having, the seed poll results, and I have my finalized plans for the next grow. So let's get straight into it. I'm excited. This week, you have been dealing with a mag deficiency. Uh, you sent me some pictures. You've put some pictures on the Instagram. Tell no, me a little bit about any, what you're no. doing. with None, none went on the Instagram, to be honest. They didn't? None of those no. canopy pictures had your magnesium? I mean, the canopies had the canopies had it, but like none, like no pictures, just strictly of like the deficient leaves. Okay. Um, I probably should post up a picture or two. Um, but yeah, anyway, yeah, I have had a mag deficiency. I saw it like when I was uh, doing a little bit of like defo, um, probably I would say like four or five days ago. And yeah, I hit up Noah. I was like, is this cow or is this mag? You know, I had a little blotchy like dots on my leaves. They were like, some of them were curled up. Some of them were curling down. And I was like, oof, it looks a little rough, but I caught it early. It was only like a couple leaves on like super low on like the stem kind of like by the cotyledons so i wasn't too worried about it um i kind of like took a day after noticing the deficiency to kind of like you know just like properly diagnose what happened come up with a plan and try to attack the issue like properly instead of just trying to attack it as soon as i see it you know like maybe feeding it the wrong nutrients or something and then just spiraling the plan out even harder you know definitely something you want to avoid doing definitely and and i've seen a lot of times with, uh, you've probably seen this too, because we've both done organic living soil. And mm-hmm. sometimes with organic living soil, you you can't really find out what's happening with the plant. It's a lot harder because there's a lot going on in the soil, right? So yeah, living, you have yeah, so many, there's things that can actually antagonize each other, especially in soil. But when we're doing uh, hydroponic media, it's a lot easier to pinpoint, well, I'm giving, I'm not, I might not be giving enough of this nutrient. I could be giving more, uh, other regiments say maybe give it a little bit more or something like that and then just like you said taking the time and diagnosing it asking questions and then uh, researching yourself on what it might be Mm -hmm. and if anybody has any um deficiencies that they don't know what they are you know i would look up the uh deficiency chart on google just look up you know like deficiency chart and it should pull up a picture of literally every deficiency that they have a picture of (laughs) Definitely. And I think a lot of those charts do come with the mobile versus immobile nutrient uh, chart as well, which know about those because if if they're showing on the top of the plant or the new growth, then uh, I'm pretty sure that's it's a, a mobile nutrient, I think. And then if it's just showing on the lower leaves, then it's an immobile nutrient. So there's things that your plant can move around and help out. But then when the new growth doesn't have it, it's going to start showing that deficiency first. Um, so you attacked it and I know how you attacked it, but I remember we had a little bit of a conversation about doing CalMag or doing like an Epsom salt, uh, putting a little bit of magnesium sulfate in there. Um, Mm -hmm. tell me what you did and, and how it's been working out. If you've seen any, uh, good things from it. Um, so yeah, I chose to run the Epsom salts, which I heard is a little bit finicky because I heard it's easy to like overdo the salts. Um, but I did five grams into my five gallons of water. So one to one ratio. Um, and 
I mean, I've seen like a pretty nice. I I wouldn't say improvement. They definitely look happier than they did before. I gave them the Epsom salt watering with the mag, but um, yeah. I mean, the deficiency leaves are still there. The deficient leaves are still there because I mean, I just left them there. But I mean, there was no deficient leaves coming out of new growth before I gave the mag feed, so mm-hmm. I caught it super early. So I don't know if it would show, but it's they look super healthy, super green. They're still praying, so I think they really enjoyed the Epsom salt. I don't think it was overdone at all. Yeah, and that of course uh, we have this conversation, but I, I always say keep the same consistency you're doing, um, mm-hmm. and change very, uh, very in, in very small doses. Right? Don't just feed all a bunch of magnesium because then yeah, now you're going a different way. Yeah, you can always give it more and you can never take away anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. So awesome. And and tell me a little bit like one thing that why we had that conversation about CalMag versus uh, magnesium sulfate is sometimes you'll start seeing calcium problems just from magnesium because they can lock each other up, especially mm-hmm. in a media like cocoa, right? So tell me like if if you do see problems with cow, are you going to start approaching it with cow mag or are you just going to do maybe a, a flush of the media to, I don't know, for lack of a better term, make it less salty? Yeah, I mean, you could definitely just flush the media um, or you could try to like break down the cocoa, maybe with some like cow phosphate, you know, Cause in turn, it'll just break everything down. It'll break down the cocoa, it'll break down the mag, and then it would kind of balance out the soil, you know, to kind of like bring it back to like that. Um, mm-hmm. what's the word I'm looking for? Like the, the, like equal line, you know what I mean? Like the baseline of the soil, you know, it'll bring the soil back to like baseline. So then it'll start releasing like Cal and Mag simultaneously right back to normal. It'll take out the, it'll release the lock essentially. Um, yeah. Cause, but I mean, the calcium is like super necessary, um, in plant growth and just like in human growth, you know, cause it, it does promote cell communication. It's one of like the only vitamins and nutrients that does promote cell communication and the mag helps move the calcium so they both need each other hand in hand you know without one the other one wouldn't be functional at all so you definitely a good good part of each one and when you're running i know you're running the general hydro 30 or 30 trio (laughs) the three part part, when you're running that one and you're just doing the lucas formula which is bloom and uh the micro. Yeah. A lot no of people grow. add CalMag when they do that uh, in the Lucas formula, but you haven't been doing that. You've had great results so far, but now yeah. you're running into the magnesium problem. It's not necessarily, there's a lot of calcium in the uh, general hydro mixes in general, mm-hmm. but the magnesium can be lacking, especially if you're not using the, the veg mix that they give you, the little green bottle. Yeah, 100%. Um, I know a lot of people are going to put this in the comments too. Uh, one other thing you could try, and I don't think we've had this conversation before, but it it would be, you know, microbes, adding some, maybe some recharge and seeing if that could help any, you know, keeping the same consistency. I was given recharge once recharge. a week. I yeah. was given recharge once a week and I yeah, still ran so, into my mag deficiency. Yeah. So, so, and I mean, I won't lie though. I've been kind of sloppy on the recharge. I kind of like forget when I give it, I haven't been given it like consistently. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of forget which day I feed it. And then I just like, I kind of, <laughs> so you know how it goes sometimes. And for the people out there, if you are just running a, you know, a 
three-part line and then you run into a deficiency and you're not running microbes, you're doing a home grow, hand feeding it, maybe it is worth it to throw in maybe some recharge or something like that. Microbes do a lot with balancing out the nutrients in your soil and eating things up that there's too much of, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's a lot of microbes are magical. And when you're doing something like that and you're, especially being a home grower, usually the more the merrier, uh, I definitely recommend to people too, to learn about the microbes and actually what they're doing. And then you can singularly add different microbes to just help you. Like, you know, there's a lot of, uh, phosphorus microbes out there, for instance. So people Mm. have phosphorus problems while they just add that microbe and it helps them a lot. Well, now, you know, you're getting a burn, uh, you have a magnesium problem. Well, there are, uh, microbes out there that their output, uh, for lack of a better term is magnesium. So, there's ways that that can help people out there. Um, especially with recharge, you're kind of just getting the full mix though. Couldn't have said it any better, honestly. So, um, but let's get right into, uh, your issues or not your issues, but, um, where you're standing here. So what's going on with the revenge? I heard you had some mutations going on, been seeing some story posts. It's, it's looking super nice. The buds are looking nice and juicy. Definitely. So, um, it's, it's kind of weird. Like, the buds ripened really hardcore. They smelled really bad. The smell's kind of going away now. Um, not, it's not going away as much as you would think. It's not like it's smellless, right? <laughs> but, yeah. but the they are definitely like bushing up more. There's leaf growing through the colas, um, which with this strain, when I had it going normally, it was just this big golf ball, not a lot of trim for it. A beautiful bud, right? Yeah, but now that you're revegging it, all these mutations are coming up, and the leaves are starting to grow through the colas, and it's it's really weird to see. Um, I definitely recommend people go check out the Insta because you can see it on there. There's some twisting leaf uh, with single tips that are really weird, but I always see that whenever I watch videos and did the research, I saw a lot of that happening with uh, people's grows where their leaf would pop out and twist, and then they would have a single tip, uh, single tip, single tip leaf almost looking like a uh, cotyledon, right? Which is really crazy. So um, other than that, the plant still preys. So when I'm feeding it, it's still responding to me feeding it water and stuff like that, which, you, you know, you want to see. I think if you don't see that during a reveg, I would be a little bit worried if it's just kind of lackluster. It's been a couple weeks. And listen, guys, I haven't seen a lot of growth. I've seen very minimal growth. And that's how it's going to be for another month until it really starts hitting that uh, cornerstone where it can really boost up and take up all the nutrients because the root zone is ginormous for the size of the plant. So it's getting really stressed out. And, and you have this well, two questions. First, this is your first reveg, right? Yes, it is. I've never tried this before. So, okay. And how big of a, how big of a pot are you in? Five gallons? I'm in a three gallon. So it's not too small, but I don't think it's too big to have any like root rot problems and things like that. If I keep a consistent, clean feed, um, I don't really use microbes. I haven't in the last few rows and had great results. I want to try using them in a side-by-side, definitely doing some like microbe cheese and stuff like that to see if my weed gets any more terpy. But it's been really high quality uh, for the time being. 
uh, without using them. And it keeps, there's no botrytis issues. There's no other type of root issues, you know, root pest issues, things like that. So stays nice and clean. Okay. And um, have you added any drippers from the other plants that were in there? Because at first I saw you had like triple the drippers from when you were yeah. flowering that plant. This is definitely true. Um, <laughs> I did originally, I did like three drippers and then I had one that was falling back and this was a few months ago and I did like one dripper in that one. And then the other one had like five drippers and one about three drippers. It was really weird. Cause you know, you were pheno hunting. So mm. I kind of just controlled the size of the shot instead of controlling, uh, the actual I like how many shots the plant had right mm-hmm. so it kind of did some weird stuff to my plants but at the end of the day I tried to do three drippers in each and then now I'm doing four drippers in the one so okay and it okay. just gives me kind of that if I only water once a day I know that there's there's four drippers on it so the whole top of the media is getting wet yeah you're getting equal coverage 100 percent. exactly exactly and um all right well aside from that um for the poll on our instagram is that gonna continue or are we gonna call it here we're just gonna call it here uh we had a lot of people vote on that and i'm really proud of that like oh my gosh uh (laughs) and guys like i didn't really think everybody that voted for real yeah exactly i don't think if we did another one we'd really see a difference um People like what they like and they want to see what they want to see. So we're going to end up doing the Wheaties, which is actually the only regular seed that I'm running that I had in that lineup. That's a single seed, right? Uh, No, no. There's six of them. So that's I'm actually doing a real pheno hunt of those. Um, My homie might hit me and send me some more GMO papaya seeds, but for now I only have two of those. Okay. So that's the one that's very limited. Yeah, that's the one that's limited. But you said those are definitely feminized? Yeah, those are both definitely feminized. Okay. So okay. yeah, he made well, feminized. He he did a feminized stock, and then he did a regular stock of seeds for that one. And the uh, the feminized ones, I ran them once. Uh, no difference in what I saw from doing pheno hunts. They're such a consistent seed, and he did an amazing job. He took them. I'm pretty sure he took them both to F7, and then he crossed them like a true breed. You know, so wow, it's very very consistent, and I'm I'm really happy to run that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. Definitely I'm, I'm a hasher. I'm going to tell you, I definitely voted for GMO papaya. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest with everybody. I, I wanted to do dosi sherb because I've never grown dosi sherb before. And that was one that I was like, yeah, it's super sweet. And I wanted Yeah, I'm pretty sure you and it. your partner wanted to do the dosi sherb. Right? Yes. Yes, we did. <laughs> we wanted them sweet terps. But at the end of the day, oh. the people got the Wheaties and the GMO papaya. And the, the, the re-veg I have is insanely sweet, dude. Like a smooth, yeah, no, right. like a raspberry smoothie. So that I'm one's super excited. Amazing. I'm super excited to send you out some flour from from this harvest that I get here in a couple of months, bro. Because these, I got some this some traits that are just popping out crazy on some of these phenos, dude. Like some of them are super guava leaning, some of them are like just super gas with like a hint of guava. It's mm-hmm. absolutely nuts. It's gonna be and this is gonna if be people crazy. go shout out Ibean, if people go check out his account, dude, you can see the end result of these things. Yeah, he literally just released, um, it was Crucifix and Crucible yesterday um, on his website. Um, yeah, it's B-God crossed with something else. 
I'm trying to go Fire. pick up a pack of that for sure. The Beagle Fire. sounds crazy. I mean, I'd be definitely going like, to support. Yeah, bro. If it's anything like the bananas and guava, we like. Mm-hmm. And he's definitely a guy to to the people out there. The reason we vouch for him so much is he's somebody that you can just DM. He will DM you back. He will help you on the process. And if 100%. you're a beginner, he will literally help you grow. So if you just buy his genetics and support him, he's going to support you in return. So he's, he's a real, he's just a real homie, you know, in the, in the yeah, community. 100%. So, um, so there's been a lot of talk about this. I'm actually going through with just in the end, finally just doing the two in one. Cause it's probably just going to work the best okay. for my setup. Um, I did have like a questionable space that I could do a 10 by 10 with. So I was like thinking about it and blah, blah, blah. But I'm for, for the winter months, I'm just going to be doing the two and one with the four and uh, four by two. And it's more just going to be for some personal smoke. Maybe the homies get some and, you know, some rosin, some home rosin that I'm going to press and stuff like that. So a small area for that type of stuff. And then um, the mom, the, the plan with it is that the moms and the clones are going to be in the two by one and the flower is going to be in the two by two and the four by two. A lot of people okay. might be like, whoa, you're fitting a lot into that space. But the reality is, is like, I'm going to do four moms and I'm only going to give them like 21 days and then just clone them again. So it's going to be that the moms. Yeah. And then kill them off. So it's like, so every three weeks I kill them off and I clone. So for maybe that th- first three weeks, like, cause I'm going to top them a bunch and they're going to grow really fast. The plan at the end of the day is to get 12 cuttings for the whole, the flower, and then to redo the thing. So 16 cuttings. If you think about it, you have four moms, it's only four cuttings of mom. You only have to top them twice. You can keep them nice and short. So, and have really healthy clones. For sure. For just sure. you got to keep I mean, everything clean that is because a super small plant for sure exactly I and mean, <laughs> i got i got some of my plants with like 16 clones that could take off right now like yeah nice ones i'm talking like nice clones nice thick so like know. yeah some thick clones so exactly I mean, yeah you that's can do that real fast mine aren't gonna be like i'm gonna kind of do the plan where if i am cloning them i'm gonna do like not touch them for two weeks and really get nice healthy thick cuts but I'm just going to try to keep everything clean and not do any diseases. But if I do, uh, I do have the space where I can get some solo cups in there and uh, run some seeds and have some do some pheno hunts. You know, I think we should touch on that a little bit, though, as well. Um, what what do you think about not touching your plants two weeks before cloning? Because I've touched my plants two weeks before I'm a clone. So I'm going to see what's got what's up with that. I've done I actually it two. I have, I have a couple that I have touched and a couple I haven't touched. So I'm going to see how it goes. So I listened to a podcast, uh, shout out, um, Growcast. He had Agrify, a guy from Agrify on, and he said something that blew my mind, which was they were running tests and they were all taught. They were talking a lot about clones and they were running some tests about topping a mom plant two to three days before you're taking the clone full on topping it. The idea, it's not promoting growth. The idea is that you're you're already sending that amount of stress through the plant and it's a mom plant so it can handle it and it can stay healthy because um, it has a huge root volume. If you cut a clone, that is the most stress that clone's ever going to uh, have, right? Or that plant's ever going to have. And then it's it doesn't even have roots to stay healthy. 
So I guess the idea is that there's so many hormones getting pushed up into that top already that when you cut it, you have all those healthy hormones that are already built up at the top, right? Um, on the other side of that, I've heard just super like a super clean environment with super healthy clones always works the best. I'll tell you, I've tried it both ways. And I personally really, really like to do the topping because think about it this way too. You're getting the early top. Now you don't have to take an extra three days in veg. You still are doing a 14 day clone, 11 to 14 day clone. They root in that time still for me when I've, when I've done this in ex- with experience. And then you can just put them straight in and you already have a topped plant. So depending on the structure you want, you kind of already have that. You could just hit them with a seven day veg, flip them right into flower. Cause that's kind of my idea is to do uh, 10 weeks in the tent, you know, a nine week flower, a ten, uh, one week veg, but I'll give them yeah. the time to do about 11 weeks. And then when the, everything's in the cloner, I'm going to have use my tents as a dry room. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, so yeah, that, that's the big plan with that. And uh, definitely stay tuned to the Instagram to see videos on that. Um, I think one of our first uh, YouTube videos also is going to be my setup, a short little thing on my setup and how I'm building it. And if people want to follow along or get some motivation uh, for their own home grow, because there's a lot of things I, I used to do things at first that now I think back and I'm like, wow, I was, I was so stupid because I did it that way. It was so inefficient, you know? Yeah, so, 100%. and I've watched people like Turpy highs and people like that. And, just them building something. You're like, Whoa, I never thought about doing something like that. It gives you an idea. Right. So I don't know. It, it should be cool. And definitely tune into the Instagram for that one. Definitely stay tuned to the Instagram. 100%. Do you have any plans for seed germinating? So germinating the seeds. Um, I'm going to do the standard paper towel and then I'm putting them into a solo cup and then you're doing a paper towel to a solo cup? So I'm doing, yeah. So once the it shows that little root coming out, I'm going to okay. put it into the solo cup, straight cocoa. And okay. what I'm going to do is just leave it in there. And I, this is an opinion, but I'm going to sex test everything. Uh, even okay. though it's only six seeds, just because I want to get my plants into the one gallon as fast as I can. Okay. Um, Makes sense. And then I'm going to get the females in there. I'm going to be picking two, uh, probably two from the Wheaties to take on the structure and all that stuff. And then probably just take both of the GMO feminized ones through and, and see them side by side to see which one I'm going to pick. Okay. So they're going to be on different pumps too this time. This is something I messed up with last time. Uh, is I'm doing it on different pumps so that they can have different irrigation strategies. So that sounds like it's going to be really interesting. I'm excited to see that. I mean, I'm getting mine on two different pumps as well because I got my mom's. And I got yeah, you got your mom's. Tent. Yeah, so I have my mom's on one. And you're going to have t- uh, two different reservoirs too because I'm going to be doing two different no, I have reservoirs. One res. I have one oh, res. you do one res? Okay. Yeah, I'm going to do so one res. I'm doing two different reses and then I'm doing the basically like a 50 50 bloom core 
kind of thing for now until I get my own fertilizer. Cause I'm just going to buy raw salt and start making my own fertilizer for my plants. But then there's going to be two separate reservoirs. Uh, the flower plants are going to get fed the exact, the, all of them are going to get fed the same thing for, for flower, but they're going to be on different like irrigation cycles. So if one is stretching way too much, I can steer it a little bit more, a little bit harder than maybe a different strain that doesn't stretch as much. So, okay. so I, I'm, I'm going for the best quality. You know, I'm not really about just growing things for biomass and got to get the fire in fire out big dog. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's hash makers. Always say, so, you know, the vibes. Awesome guys. Uh, a short one for today. We, you know, there's not a lot to update you guys on because our grows are kind of at a standstill where the plants are just growing and very, very right around the corner. Uh, probably next week we'll be talking about Giacomo and his first couple days in the cloner, what he's been doing, things like that. Uh, Cause he still hasn't cut those clones yet. Uh, <laughs> and I then I haven't got my irrigation. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is, yeah, we're not even, we're not even going to talk about that on this one, bro. But for me, once my stuff gets set up and I get those seeds going, there's going to be a lot more talk to talk about. I only have one plant going and some house plants in the tent. As always, guys, I thank you kind for watching. Lame, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> got a tropical garden going on over there, brother. I do, bro. I got like some cactuses or, some, <laughs> or cacti. I don't know. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's cacti. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, what is it called? Like a, a donkey tail or a burrow tail or something like that. It, it's a bunch of little seeds all over my drain tray, dude. I'm going to have to clean it up. I already cleaned it once. And I'm going to clean it again because all these house plants did. Dude, that's hilarious. All right. But other than that, guys, uh, I want to shout out that Instagram. Go follow us at THC Tutors. Thank you guys for the support. Uh, we have been getting a lot of listens lately. Um, a lot of love from you guys Some comments coming through. Um, and it really motivates us to keep it going. So, Hopefully you guys are happy with the plans for 2023. Uh, we will see you with another tent talk next week. Hell yeah, brother. Take it easy, guys. Have a good one. Grow our love, Hell boys. Yeah. And girls. Grow our love. Peace.